If you're interested in partnering with Magical Storybook English Nanny Bedtime Stories or wanting to know more about sponsorship opportunities, then visit our website www.magical-storybook.com. You can also download free read-along books to accompany our fairy tales. Welcome to Magical Storybook, a collection of children's stories from around the world. Cinderella Long ago, in a far-off land, there lived a girl called Ella. She was good and kind, and she lived with her mother and father in a large, beautiful house. Ella would spend her days playing outside, sewing and talking to her kind mother, and they were all very happy together. Sadly, Ella's mother became very sick, and soon she died. But before she died, she said to Ella, Always be good and kind, and I will always look down and watch over you. She was buried in the garden, where she could always be close to Ella and her father. After a time, Ella's father felt that she needed a new mother, and so he remarried. But his new wife was unkind, and she had two very proud daughters who were just as spoiled and cruel. While her father was away on long business trips, they made Cinderella do all the housework, carrying coal, mending the clothes, cleaning the house, preparing meals, washing the windows. Oh, the list went on and on. And to make things even harder for Ella, they took away her fine clothes and her bedroom and they gave her old rags to wear and made her sleep on the kitchen floor. After a long day working hard and being treated horribly, Ella would curl up in front of the coal fire and cry herself to sleep. She would wake up covered in soot And when her stepsisters came into the kitchen and saw where she was sleeping, they cruelly called her Cinderella. Whenever her father returned home from his trips, Ella didn't dare complain to him for fear of her wicked stepmother. But through all this, she remembered what her mother had told her and she remained kind and good. She would get through the days by dreaming of all the wonderful things in the world and all the places that she would one day visit. Once, when Ella's father was preparing to go away on yet another business trip, he asked his daughters what he should bring them home. Fine clothes, said one of the stepsisters. Pearls and diamonds, said the second. And then he turned to Ella and smiled and he said... Now, child, what will you have? Ella looked at her father with tears in her eyes and answered, The first twig, dear father, that brushes against your hat when you turn around to come home. Her father kissed her and then rode off into the distance. When his business was finished, Ella's father bought the fine clothes and diamonds and pearls that his stepdaughters had asked for. And as he was returning home through the forest, a branch from a hazel tree brushed against his hat and almost knocked it off. Remembering his promise to Ella, he broke it off and carried it with him. 
and when he got home, he gave it to Ella. She planted it at her mother's grave, and there it grew and became a fine tree. A little bird built its nest on the tree and would talk to Ella and watch over her. One day, the stepsisters became very excited. An invitation had been delivered. There was to be a grand ball at the palace. The king wanted his son to choose a wife, and so all the young women in the kingdom were invited. Ella and her stepsisters were invited, but they immediately set her to work. Cinderella, comb our hair, clean our shoes, mend our sashes. Poor Ella, she was kept so busy that she had no time to think about getting herself ready. On the evening of the ball, Ella had to help her stepsisters to put their new dresses on and to put up their hair. And when the coach was about to arrive, she ran and put on one of her old dresses. But when her stepmother and her stepsisters saw her, they laughed out loud and pointed at her. Look at Cinderella, thinking that she can go to the ball looking like that. You could never go to the ball looking like that. The prince would laugh at you and you would put us to shame. Then they put their noses in the air and walked out of the house, slamming the door behind them. Poor Ella could still hear them laughing and mocking her as they got into the carriage and left for the ball. When they were out of sight, she ran outside and sat under the hazel tree by her mother's grave and she wept. Suddenly, she heard a rustling noise and down from the tree flew her friend, the bird. As she looked up, she saw a bright light glowing from behind the tree. Then she heard a kind voice. What's the matter, my dear? It said. Well, Ella jumped up and stared at the light. Who's there? She asked nervously. Then out from the light stepped a kind-looking old lady. I've been watching over you, and I've come to help you because you look sad. I'm your fairy godmother. Ella smiled with happiness. She explained what had happened to her and said that she so desperately wanted to go to the ball. Oh, you shall go to the ball, my dear, said the fairy godmother, and she told Ella to dry her eyes and to listen carefully. Go and find me the biggest pumpkin in the garden and fetch the seven white mice from the trap in the kitchen. Oh, and uh, behind the watering can in the garden are six lizards that are sleeping. Bring those for me too, will you? Well, Ella was very confused, but she did as she was told, and she put them before her fairy godmother. The fairy godmother waved her magic wand, and a shower of sparkles flew out and landed on the pumpkin. And before Ella's eyes, it transformed into a beautiful gold carriage. Then she waved her wand again, and the magical sparkle surrounded the mice and transformed them into seven white horses to pull the coach. Another swish, and another shower of sparkles turned the sleeping lizards into five fine footmen and a coach driver who opened the door for Ella. But Ella just stood there and looked down at her ragged appearance. And then suddenly she heard the hazel tree's branches rustling again and down 
flew the bird, carrying the most beautiful ball gown she'd ever seen. It was made of gold and silver, and with it were slippers made of sparkling glass. With a wave of the fairy godmother's wand, the dress and the slippers flew through the air, and within a moment, Ella was dressed like a princess. Ella's face beamed with joy. Oh, thank you, fairy godmother, she said, as the lady directed her towards the carriage. But as she closed the carriage door, the fairy godmother warned Ella that she must return before the clock struck midnight, for then the magic would vanish and everything would return to its original form. The coach will become a pumpkin, the horses and footmen will be mice and lizards once more, and you, my dear, will be dressed in your rags. I'll remember said Ella, and the coach sped off towards the palace. When she arrived at the ball, everyone was dancing and the prince was walking among the guests, but looking quite bored. But then Ella entered the ballroom and the music stopped. And when the prince saw her, he asked her to dance and then took her by the hand and led her to the dance floor. The whole room stared at them and even Ella's stepmother and stepsisters didn't recognise her as she looked so different and happy. Ella and the prince talked and danced all night. They had so much in common that they didn't want to stop talking. But each time the prince asked her who she was, she avoided the question and made him laugh. After all, she couldn't tell him that she was a poor girl who slept by the fireplace in rags. Ella was having so much fun that she didn't hear the clock begin to chime midnight. Suddenly, as the music stopped, she heard the chimes and she panicked when she realised what was about to happen and without any explanation to the prince, she turned and ran out of the ballroom. As she ran down the palace steps, one of her glass slippers came off, but she didn't have time to stop and pick it up. She could hear the prince behind her, shouting for her to come back, but she kept on running. Ella jumped into the carriage and sped home, but she was only just out of sight of the prince when the clock struck twelve and the magic ended. And there she sat on the road, dressed in rags, next to a pumpkin. She watched as the mice and the lizards ran away into the fields. The next morning, Ella was woken by a loud slam of the door and her stepmother was shouting loudly, Cinderella! Wake up, you stupid girl! Ella jumped to her feet as her stepmother continued, There's a sign in the village saying that the prince is so in love with the girl that he met last night that he's been searching the kingdom for her. But he doesn't know who she is. All he has is the glass slipper that she left behind on the palace steps. So he says that he will marry whoever fits the slipper. They will be here soon. You must help us get dressed. And she stormed out of the kitchen. Well, Ella was very excited and for once she ignored her stepmother and started to tidy herself up. Well, every lady that had been to the ball last night was keen to try on the slipper and each hoped that it would fit so that they could marry the prince. But what they didn't know was that the fairy godmother had cast a spell on the slipper 
so that it would only ever fit Ella's foot. After searching all day, the prince was very tired and heartbroken that he couldn't find the girl who he fell in love with at the ball, but he wasn't going to give up. When he finally came to their house, the stepsisters and stepmother didn't tell Ella and they all tried to squeeze their foot into the glass slipper, but none of them could do it. At last, the sad prince left the house, just in time to see Ella's father getting off his horse, having returned from another trip. Ella's father was shocked to see the prince walking towards him and being followed by his wife and stepdaughters. Good day, sir, said the prince, and explained why he was there. Have you no other daughter? asked the prince. His wife panicked and tried to silence him, but he went on. Yes, my daughter Ella should be inside. His stepdaughters protested. She's just a raggedy old servant girl. She didn't even go to the ball. Ella's father was furious to hear them talking about his beloved daughter in that way and he went inside to get Ella. When the prince saw Ella, he smiled and he knew that she was the girl from the ball and when he tried the glass slipper on her foot, it fit perfectly. Her stepmother and stepsisters were horrified to find out that Cinderella was the girl from the ball and they ran inside complaining about how unfair it was. At that moment, Ella's fairy godmother appeared once more from behind the hazel tree, and with a swish of her wand, Ella looked like a princess once more. Her father was overjoyed. He kissed Ella and wished her well as she and the prince rode back to the palace on his horse. And the bird from the hazel tree went with them too. At the palace, a magnificent wedding was arranged for Ella and the prince, and all of the bells in the kingdom rang out. Back at her house, Ella's stepmother and stepsisters could hear them. They became very sorry for the way that they had treated Cinderella. But Cinderella and her prince lived happily ever after.